Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. All right. All right. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My beautiful friend in black. I love black. I like you. I like your black. Yeah, you're wearing black. I'm also wearing black. I just love black. It's so beautiful. So anyways, how are you? I really haven't seen you in such a long time. It's been a while. What's going on? A lot has happened. Really? It snowed. Like so much. Yeah. It snowed a lot. How did you fare? We did not fare fare well. Mm. We did not fare well. (laughs) Not fare well. (laughs) No. We have large trees in our yard. Yep. And after we moved into this house, we've been here a year now. Okay. We had tree trimmers come out uh-huh. to take care of extra growth, the yes. stuff that was on power lines, just things that yes. needed to be That's taken That's very care responsible of. of you. Thank you. We, yes. we were embracing homeownership. I love that. Thank you. So one of the trees. Which one? Back, front? In the back. Okay. Closest to our deck. Yes. I know exactly which one. Then the tree trimmers got up there to trim. Okay. And one of them had a foot fall through a branch or their foot broke off a branch. And apparently it was a little too fragile. And the tree trimmer said, we're not trimming this tree. It's dead. (gasps) The entire tree is dead? So that's what he says. I don't understand because it grows green leaves and... Okay. Seems very much alive, but Seems I am a little bizarre. no tree expert. So they said, we are so sorry. We are not trimming this tree. And we said, okay, thanks. Go ahead and trim the other trees. You're the expert, whatever yeah. you say. So fast forward six months at least, mm-hmm. and we had a crazy wet snowfall yeah. the other night. Yes. And it was, I don't know, how many inches did you get? 18. Is it, we had to have at least a foot. Yeah. At least. And we don't live very far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was heavy enough. It broke a large branch oh, no. that fell on top of the power line that runs from our house to the garage. Yes. Because we have a detached garage. Yes. And the power line was, I don't know, the branch fell on the power line with such force. It ripped the power line attacher attachment out of the wall and ripped a bunch of siding with it. You're kidding. So we woke up the next morning and there's this power line with a bunch of siding from the house just dangling from the side of the house. And the siding for our house is asbestos. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, which is... As is mine. Yeah, yeah, which we were told is actually fine and normal and it will last forever. However, we can't do anything with it. Well, Unless it's fine. Unless you want to get a hazmat suit. Yes, it's fine if you don't bother it. Yeah. Because we had the same thing. Really? Yep, we literally had to put it, my dad put a hazmat suit on because he was like, I'm older than you. I'll take the risk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dad. Oh, um, way to yeah, sacrifice yeah, himself. It's totally fine unless it gets bothered. So if it got ripped off the side of the house. Yeah, so my husband went to his work to get okay. a P100 mask. Yes. And came home and triple trash bagged the pieces of siding that came off and detached it from the power line and he himself yeah so we've got we've got a large gaping hole in the siding in the back of our house right now it's fine it's fine it's so crazy the amount of damage that weather can cause and especially when you have big trees because you we both had large trees in our yard right so much damage from just trees, but it's a bummer. I would never get rid of the trees. I love them. No. Yeah. They're beautiful. We sound like such homeowners. I love my trees. I love my trees. (laughs) They're so pretty. 
<laughs> but we also had a ton of branches fall off ours too. Did you? Yeah. In fact, our chicken area is totally destroyed. Oh no! It's got to be redone because because all these branches fell and knocked down the fences, and it is a mess. Oh, it's no. an absolute mess. But we can't do anything about it because there's 18 inches of snow. Right, and it snowed again last. That's night. right. So we can't really get out there. But oh, no. really, I just want to go buy a mini chainsaw. Does not sound so exciting. Wow. Well, I'm glad you guys survived. Was your actual power out? No, it flickered a couple times. Did your power go out? Indeed it did. Did it? The entire day. uh, Over 12 hours. Yeah, it was actually a really interesting day. Yeah, because, you know, we, uh, yeah, we woke up, no power, and my phone did not charge in the night because the power went off in the night. So my phone was dead the entire day. Oh, man. And so we were supposed to have my nieces and nephews over for dinner. Yeah. But I texted, well, I texted them from my husband's phone. I said, just so you know, our power is out. We might have to cancel dinner. And they just texted back, we'll pray that your power comes back on. That's how bad they wanted dinner. <laughs> so they just they just know yeah. how delicious your meal. It are. actually was. I didn't cook. I made my husband cook the meat this time. But anyways, yeah, at like two in the afternoon, we were supposed to eat at four. The power had not come back on. So I did as much as I could at my house. And then I took our dinner over to a neighbor's who still had power and I cooked all the dinner there. And then I brought it all back home Whoa. and we ate in candlelight. It was very romantic. Me and my 19 year old nieces and nephews. <laughs> it was so romantic. And uh, we were packing up to go to my parents' house for the night because our house was freezing, right? Yeah. The heater's not on. Yeah. And I was worried about my little babies, you know, they can't cover themselves with blankets, neither here nor there. So we were uh, about to go out to my parents' house. And as soon as we're walking out the door, the power comes back on. Of course. Yes, of course. And my kids were devastated because they really wanted to go sleep over. But I was relieved because I was like, I just don't, this is cramping my style. But silver lining. Mm -hmm. It gave me a, it was a humble day, Megan. Really? Yes, because people in Ukraine have had no power for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so here I am like thinking about Ukraine all day long and it just took me to a new mental space. So even though it was annoying and inconvenience, I was, I am super grateful that the power went out. It was just a really humbling experience for me. a beautiful perspective. (laughs) That's not, that's not the point of the story. It was good for me and for the kids because the kids kept being like, what can we play Nintendo? And I was like, we are not talking about Nintendo right now. Like I was just like, you know, I was trying to teach a lesson, but it probably got away from me. So anyways, it's fine. But I am just a little bit bugged that it snowed because it has put an actual damper on my life. I was looking forward to summer. We need the snow. Mm-hmm. Utah's in a perpetual drought. Right. That's why I was perpetually parched all last summer because I was trying to conserve water by not drinking as much. I was dehydrated all summer. Sacrifice yourself. I did good. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Utah. You're welcome. Um, So anyways, I'm grateful for the snow, but I am a little bummed. I'm ready for summer. I know. We have things blooming, coming up out of the ground. Not anymore. They've been smothered by 18 inches of snow. You know what didn't let me down this weekend? What? Food. Does it ever let us down? Rarely. Rarely. Okay, so yeah, you actually had a, a... weekend in the kitchen. Tell us what you made. What what was the occasion? My mother-in-law's birthday. Okay. She has a very specific menu. Okay. To be prepared for her birthday meal. Every year. Every year. Okay. And this had to be if not the third, definitely the second time, but I think the third time that I have prepared this meal. Interesting. And it's called Swiss steak. Have you heard of Swiss steak? No, never. I'm a pretty cultural person. You know, cult- I've obviously not cultured. I just cultural. said cultural. 
you're a cultural person. I'm a cultural person. <laughs> you're pretty cultured. <laughs> Obviously not. No, go ahead. <laughs> so we made Swiss steak. And you are you are in the majority, by the way. 70% of our listeners had not heard of Swiss steak and 30% had heard of it. So, oh, really? Yeah. So there you go. Okay, well, pretty good split. Okay, Swiss steak is some type of what round steak. Okay. I'd never heard of round steak. Me neither. Just for this recipe. Is it just in the shape of a globe or something? What is it? Uh, I made my husband go get it from the grocery store. I have no idea. Wait, you and don't I, even have that in your freezer? You have like a whole cow in your freezer. You didn't have I a round steak? A cow, and I don't think so because you're supposed to use a cheap cut of meat. It's oh. not supposed to be like top sirloin. Oh, right? interesting. Oh, round steak and you, you steak? cut it up into steaks. They kind of look okay. like pork chop size. Okay. And then you pound the crud out of them with okay. a meat mallet. Okay. Brown them on both sides, add some onions and mushrooms and beef broth, put the that lid on okay. it. okay. And you just let it simmer for at least an hour until the meat is tender, edible. But you already pounded it. Yeah. That's how cheap the cut of meat is. You have really? to pound it and boil it for a long time. Whoa. And then it turns out super tender and delicious. So there you go. Delicious. That sounds very appetizing, and I will wait for one of my children to marry a Swiss person before I try that meal. Mm. That sounds delicious. Do you eat it with like some potatoes or something? Mashed potatoes. Yes, sounds peas, right. Homemade rolls. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love those rolls. And that's what her favorite meal is. Yeah. And then chocolate, old-fashioned chocolate cake for dessert. Okay. Did you did, did her mom make this for her? Like, where did this come from? She ate this a lot growing up. Okay. From what I understand. And it okay. was one of her favorite meals that her mom made. And okay. so huh. she continues to enjoy it. It's fun, a fun little family tradition yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, that's what I like about food is that it brings a lot of like fun memories and family traditions to, yeah. to everyone's attention. I don't know why I said it like that, but. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Are you putting down what I'm – are you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> putting it down and picking it up. Oh, yeah, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I just – yeah, I I like that memories can be created around the dinner table. Absolutely. And so that is what we solicited our listeners for. Mm-hmm. And they came back with some pretty good things. Yeah. So let's dive into it. Okay, the first submission says... Oh, wait, before you get too far... What? Didn't mean to scare you. (laughs) There is some youth slang in this episode. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. I've been asked about it, if there was youth slang in the most recent episodes, and I... No, in the last episode, no. no. But in this episode, youth slang coming in hot. I hope you catch it. Can't wait. Okay, go for it. All right. Back to the submission. They say... My family is Armenian, so there's always some sort of rice pilaf and baklava, Armenian spelling of baklava, or boreg, or I see, I already said it around, mm. pronounced bereg. Thank you for the pronunciation. I prefer, I think you should say it with the accent, bereg. <laughs> is that a Armenian accent? Bereg. Baklava. Baklava. Rice pilaf. <laughs> bereg. I don't know. I'm probably butchering that. I'm so sorry. You <laughs> said it sounds beautiful. Yeah. Well, so do you know what bareg is? Actually, yeah. You, how did you know that? Oh, my parents were set up by a family friend from Armenia. You're kidding. What yeah. are the odds? His name, he had the most amazing name, Uzzy. What? So they called him Uzzy. What? 
a Z. U Z Z Y. Oh, okay. I thought you were just like mumbling. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. That's what they called it. And he made the oh, most fun. incredible pizza, I just remember as a child. But fun. his wife taught my mom and grandma how to make these. Oh, cool. But we always called them burr eggs or burrecas. Oh, interesting. So I, I guess there are multiple names for these. Tomato, tomato. They're all yeah, kind of okay. the same thing. Okay. But every Thanksgiving, we would make these. They're like puffy, cheesy pastry packets of deliciousness. Yeah. They're so good. And one of my sweetest memories is making these on the last Thanksgiving that I spent with my grandma. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. They're delicious. We'll that's make them really for cute. Yeah, these. I looked up a recipe and it does seem really good. It kind of just seems like the, the French equivalent of a quiche, right? Like like just like savory. Yeah, like in a little like, little mm-hmm, packet. Mm-hmm. It can have multiple flavors, mm-hmm. but yeah, dough and cheese. Do you bake it or fry it? We baked ours. Oh, yummy, yummy. I yum. think you could probably do both, but mm, we bake ours. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. This next one's actually really fun. She says, my grandpa loved to make Eggo waffles. Who doesn't love Eggo waffles? Amen. Oh, they're so good. And he would butter both sides, microwave it, Butter it again and add syrup. Microwave it again, syrup again, and then enjoy. It was a soggy, buttery, syrupy mess and so dang good. Needless to say, a handful of family members now have heart issues. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the first time I read it, I didn't pick up on this. that He would butter both Both sides. sides. Both sides of the waffle. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so funny. I mean, you have to butter it. If you're going to eat an ego, right, you have to butter it. It's basically just like a vehicle for butter, like all those tiny squares. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's the appropriate thing to do. But I just think it's funny that he would microwave it. I usually put mine in the toaster. Toasted it. On the commercials, they're in the toaster. Right. So interesting. But the Hmm. microwaving it twice, don't you think that would make it like kind of hard? I can't. Well, no, with the amount of butter and syrup they're putting on it. No, probably not. Yeah. But anyways, I just that's amazing. I yeah, I think that we should write to Ego and have them put her grandpa's picture on the front of the box, like a Wheaties, like a Wheaties <laughs> box, because that is really that's like dedication. Yeah, that's well, amazing. This listener's grandpa has a kindred spirit in one of my daughters because okay. her love for butter runs deep. Yes, I cannot tell you the number of times I've lifted the lid to the butter dish, <sighs> expecting to find like that perfect tangle of yellowy goodness so and good. there's a giant finger swipe crevasse oh. like, right <laughs> down the middle of the whole stick do your kids ever do that do they like butter no i mean they like butter but they not that much oh this one i mean butter on its own yeah like not that doesn't make my mouth water but not butter on like toast yeah unreal <laughs> unreal it's the carbs and the fat together that make it so good yeah so not on not on your finger, just on the toast. I don't really lick it off my finger, no. but I love butter. Do you? Whoa. Yes, yes, I do <laughs> I love butter. See it in your eyes. <laughs> the the French wannabe in me <laughs> eats butter like it like it doesn't even stick on the hips. It just like I eat it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that butter, got away from us. Buttery butter. Okay. Yes. Next submission says birthday bite. The birthday kid or person gets to take the first bite of cake from anywhere on the cake that they desire. I really love this. Yeah, why? I, mean, I don't know. I just think it's like really, I think it's fun yeah. that the birthday kid gets like an extra special treatment. Yeah. And it would actually probably help my OCD because I really like to like cut it in perfect squares. I'm like, here's your square. Here, everyone gets the same square. So I think it would 
tame my OCD a little bit if I allow them just to poke their fork in the middle. Attack it. Yeah. And then you're fine. Yeah. So I don't know. Ripping the band-aid off. Totally. (laughs) Have you heard of this? I've never heard of this. No, no. No, but I also love this idea. And I think I would have a personal blast with this. Like really trick people into thinking I'd taken a bite already or take the slowest (sighs) bite ever. There's a lot of potential here. I really love this idea. Are we both adopting this tradition? Because I think I am. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Yeah, let's do it. I love it. We'll report back. (laughs) Well, you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, yeah, not yours two, personally, no, but no, a child. One of my yeah, one of my kids has a birthday two weeks. Fun tomorrow. Fun, yeah. fun. Okay, love it. All right. The next submission says, "My mom loves making a shrimp dip." What is that? I don't know. I'm I'm allergic to shrimp, so this is already you are? lost me. I am. I yeah. didn't know that. Mild shellfish allergy. What happens to you? Uh, my lips get big. <gasps> that's, my mouth gets a little itchy. That's so weird. I was with, at dinner the other night with someone else who said the same thing. Their lips really? just get huge, which I was like, yeah. well, then you don't have to go get fillers. You just <laughs> rub some, some shrimp. No, just rub some shrimp on like a little lipstick. <laughs> that's not dangerous <laughs> at all. Stick. Great idea. Yes, good. Wait, just so keep you, your do, you think, handy. do you think you would die? You, no, no. Oh. I I have even snuck a couple bites because we lived, really? lived in New England. Yeah. Seafood and yeah. shrimp. Like that. Yeah, you can't not eat it, right? So I would sneak little bites, what, here and there, just to try, just one bite, and, and I never, I never died. died. <laughs> <laughs> what a miracle! <laughs> so wait, your your mouth just gets itchy? Yeah, interesting. My lips get big. Interesting. I would love to see a picture of you with big lips. I mean, your lips are already beautiful. Oh, thanks. But I'm looking at them all weird. <laughs> all right, back to the yeah. What does she say? Focus. Okay. Unfortunately, one year, my mom got a new mold for the shrimp dip in the shape of a lobster. Oh. The unfortunate part of this is that it looks like some male anatomy when we pulled the dip out. (laughs) Not a lobster. Oh, man. I don't know. I want to know. If they're putting the shrimp dip in a mold, does that mean gelatin? jello is involved in this no i thought it was just like like shrimp and cream cheese like together i don't know i just why why is it a thing to put foods into molds back in the day my mom used to make purple jello around halloween time and she put it in the mold of like a little bat Uh and i like remember that vividly but i just don't feel like food should be molded period Hmm. it comes in a natural mold already like think about this a banana has its own shape an apple has its own shape every food has its own shape therefore it is already pre-molded why are we remolding it into something unnatural like shrimp into a lobster mold Mm -hmm. that makes no sense it should go into a shrimp mold no it actually shouldn't it's already the shape of a shrimp so i just don't like it i think it's offensive i think it's not right it's very disrespectful and if a food has to be molded, uh-huh. you probably shouldn't be eating it. The only food that needs to be molded is Jello, but it's only a matter of time before I take that company down. I do not like that. I do not you like do. Jello. You do have some feelings. I feel like you have made them uh, clear. You've you've I clarified have. in multiple episodes world. for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, dogs and Jello get me riled up like nothing else. <laughs> I'm so glad you clarified. Yes. yes, but I did. I did. I was just like looking at you know food molds on Google when I was looking at this episode. And there's a lot of info out there about 
food mold fails. Mm. But I can't even begin to share it with you here because, Megan, I was crying with laughter at the things I was reading. So I'm just going to post it on Instagram. Thank you. But, oh, I'm telling you, people, we should just not mold anything, okay? I cannot wait. But okay. since I've been made aware of your feelings for Jell-O, yes. I decided to do a dive into my grandma's cookbook. What? Oh, that's actually kind of fun. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So my grandma lived during the time that Jell-O, you know, had its heyday. And she was a self-proclaimed home economist in a small town in like middle of nowhere, Kansas, north central Kansas. Okay. And she is the master of jello salad recipes. Okay. And when I say jello salad, I mean they're actually greens involved in no. the jello. Yeah. Oh my goodness. In the no. salad section of her cookbook, there are at least seven recipes that call for jello. No. In the salad section. That's in the not the salad dessert section. section. This is what I mean. No. Why is the world confused about what food group it belongs in, which is none? <laughs> it doesn't belong in a grocery store. What did your grandmother say about it? Wait, what is it a salad? It's not, no, it doesn't have any nutritional value. Why are we eat? Why is it even in a cookbook? I what did she say? What, what was it? Did she say about what, what? What did the recipe say? The recipe involved apricot, canned apricots, canned Can. pineapple, oh and then the goodness. apricot juice and the pineapple juice. What? This is, what? This is this? the one. This is one that I looked at and thought, I wonder That's if Amanda would ever eat bad. this. No, I wouldn't. No. No. And then you take ten large marshmallows. What? And you cut them into pieces. Why not just buy mini marshmallows? <laughs> See? This is already dumb. I know. Okay, okay. And then the very last ingredient listed that you okay. sprinkle over the entire jello. Be gelatin. careful what you're about to say. Don't make me throw up in my mouth. Shredded cheddar cheese. No! <laughs> it's a crime. It's a crime. It is uh, not okay. Oh no. It is absolutely disgusting. That is not okay. That was in your grandmother's cookbook. So do you think yeah. she actually made that? Oh, for sure. All she made all these recipes on repeat. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, star. I should have asked my dad about that. Oh my stars. Okay. While while we're just like here, I just while we've been talking, I was also looking at this because I forgot that I found this article that was called like Jello Fails. Ooh. These are actually recipes that were in cookbooks from your grandmother's time but you're right Megan I inherited a couple of these cookbooks but I have not had time to see if I can dig them out we've moved so many times I don't know I don't know where they are but yeah I have look at this recipe two cookbooks it's called ring around the tuna it contains (laughs) chunks of tuna pimentos and cucumbers all molded into lime jello can you imagine what the tuna... I mean, that would dye your tuna green, right? I don't that know. Would, that would turn that's, everything green. That's the least of my worries. Oh, yeah. And we do have to be Burn probably down. a little more specific, right? Because I think a jello savory salad, aren't those called an aspic? Or if it's molded, it's called an We don't aspic. swear on this podcast. <laughs> it does. It is. It should be a swear word. Yes. But what? An aspic? What are you talking about? Aspic. I, yeah, we'll, we'll look it up. We'll... We should do a deep See, dive into look at this one. jello. This is called a perfection salad, which calls for lemon jello, cabbage, cucumbers, tomatoes, carrots, onions, and vinegar uh-huh. in lemon jello. 
Kate, this is enough. Just enough. I can't. We're going to burn down the Jell-O factory. Actually, I shouldn't say that. No, no, should. If it burns down tomorrow, they're going to come right for me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Anyways, what's okay? Where were we? That we can't talk about that ever again, Megan. <laughs> the next one's yours. Okay, good. Here we go. My grandparents made evil skeevers. We always said evil skeevers. Evil skeevers? Tomato, tomato. Evil Ooh. skeevers? Yeah. When we stayed with them. And it's as fun as it sounds. And I did not know what these are, but now I do, and I'm here for it. Those things slap. That's, ding, ding, ding. That's not it. That, I remember we used that a few episodes ago, but I like that you're catching on because, yes, those things really do slap. Yeah. They look delicious. They have a little round, yep. little round kind of like pancakey, puffy pastry yep. type things. I w- it seems like it's a mix between a donut hole and a beignet mm. with like jelly inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. Sounds good. Yeah, they kind of remind me of German pancakes. Do you ever eat, do you make German pancakes? Oh boy, do I! I got eggs. I got eggs coming out of my ears, Megan. I make (laughs) I make Dutch. What are they called? Dutch babies? Yeah, German pancakes. Yeah, I make those Dutch baby German pancakes all day long. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here. (laughs) All right. Next submission says, my husband's grandpa used to make Doug sandwiches when we'd go camping. These consist of Ritz crackers, Colby Jack cheese, salami, and pickled jalapenos. I mean, honestly, that sounds good. It sounds delicious. That sounds so good. This sounds like something that my grandparents would also make, but I think that grandpa's name must be Doug, right? Why else would it be Probably. called a Doug yeah. sandwich? Doug sandwiches. Have you ever had the pickled jalapenos from Trader Joe's? No. They are life. So good. Yeah. Okay. On everything. We just okay. had them on our breakfast burritos tonight for dinner. Oh, yummo. So good. And then when you're done with jalapenos, yeah. you use the juice as a marinade for like chicken fajitas. Yes. So good. Did you know that that is Chick-fil-A's secret? Well, no, this is... This is, ugh. This is public knowledge. No, it's not public knowledge, yeah. but using the juice, usually I dump it out. Yeah. But I learned the other day that the reason Chick-fil-A's chicken is so tender uh-huh. is because they marinate in pickle juice. Really? Yes. And so the other day I marinated some chicken and pickle juice. It was delicious. It really was very good. Did it taste like pickles? Uh, No, not particularly. It was just really soft, had a little acidic flavor, but it was good. It was really good. So marinating something in jalapeno juice yeah. would be really good. Wow. Try it. Try it. Oh, man. Long list of chicken recipes. That's right. And jello. Chicken and jello. Just joking. Don't bring that up again, Megan. Don't you dare. <laughs> chicken and jello. Okay. Can you read that? Are contacts in? Blink twice. They are in. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. We have my mom here. Hi, Megan's mom. Hi, mom. Mrs. Woods. Hello from Kansas City. Woohoo! We love it. (laughs) Mom. She has the best laugh, doesn't she? Just a good one. She has the best laugh. (laughs) I love your mom's laugh. We asked for submissions, and you, you gave us a couple of unique foods that you ate growing up. And we just, we need a little more explanation. We're hoping you can elaborate. Some clarification. A little bit. Sure. If you don't mind. Okay. All right. First is curried apricots over rice. What is that? It's gross. That's what it is. Oh. It's really gross. No, my dad loved a magazine called Gourmet. Okay. And for all I know, it might still be in publication. I have no idea. But every month he got this magazine and he would start to go through it and pick out recipes that he would try on us. 
So one time he decided to do curried apricots over rice. Mm-hmm. Number one, I can't stand apricots. Who can really? I, you guys live in, in Utah where apricots are like the world's orange. I mean, it's <laughs> like true. everybody in Utah does everything to apricots. It's true and it's not right. Ugh. Well, anyways, so he decided to try this. He thought it sounded great. Unfortunately for my sister and I, we had invited friends over oh. for dinner that day. Oh, and no. I know these these friends of ours were looking at us like, oh, my. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> they probably thought you were just a really cultured family eating very ethnic foods. Was there chicken in it? No. No, just straight apricots, apricots. and rice. Straight apricots over rice. I mean, it's got to be from like the Middle East or something, right? Yeah, like, it has to be. Yeah, Middle East. That seems like a Middle Eastern yeah. meal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The next thing you also submitted was pretty funny. Can you tell us a little more about cold strawberry soup? Okay, I'm glad you guys asked about it because, honest to goodness, <laughs> both of these were served at the same meal. No, <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. He was pulling out all the stops for your girlfriends. He served, I can honestly remember him serving it like courses. No Here's way. the strawberry soup, the cold strawberry soup. No and way. I don't even think we got through that. And then the second course was the curried apricot. <laughs> wow. It was okay. gross. It has got to be the number one grossest meal. <laughs> Ever had in my life. I'm curious what wait, dessert wait. was that like, night. It, it almost seems like the cold strawberry shoot, soup should have been a smoothie. It wasn't a smoothie. It was no. a soup that you ate in a bowl with a spoon. Yes, ma'am. That's it, so bizarre. Yeah, it was gross. It was just gross. Wow. I can just. I think I had maybe three bites of the whole meal. Oh I my stars! Dying. Oh no. I feel like your dad just deserves an A for effort. I mean, I know that sounds a little cliche, but really, he was trying just to put a nice meal on the table and really it was not a good idea. Yeah. Well, how many times do we try new recipes on our, our kids? And yeah. Yeah. Maybe every they don't turn day. out so great, but with friends over. Oh, every oh day. sad. Every day. <laughs> I love it. Good story. We love that. Good submission. I did laugh out loud and I read the cold strawberry soup. I was like, what? A smoothie? What? <laughs> Well, did you tell her about the milk, the sugar milk and toast? We, yeah, Amanda did a little research on that. Yeah, that's it's okay. So I thought this was like a generational thing because I've heard of it before. Yeah, I've heard of it before from other people. I thought it was, (laughs) I thought it was like a poor person's breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) It was a poor person's dessert. Oh, dessert. Is how I, well, my mom never gave it to us or offered it to us except after dinner. Oh, interesting. Really? No, yeah, but, so I yeah. Figured it was dessert. No, I think you're right. I think it, I think it could be used as a dessert, but um, when I did Google it, it, it is a real recipe. There's like recipes for it. It is exactly what you said, bread and milk with sugar. Um, but I do think it's a generational thing because every review that I read mm-hmm. said, my grandfather served this to me, dot, dot, dot. And it's like, what? Every, like, you're like 15 reviews are my grandmother. I'm like, yeah. okay. So that's what yeah. I think. I wondered if it was like um a food that was associated with the Great Depression for some reason. Like, yeah, I think it is. I mm-hmm. think it is Depression era. 
And but my mom said her mom. Oh, interesting. So I'm sure it was depression related. Sure. I mean, I don't think it sounds that bad. I think it's. I think it's. It kind of sounds like bread pudding because, like, most people warm it up. They would war- Is eat that, it warm. Yeah. Did you eat it warm? No, ours oh. was cold. Oh, uh, that actually doesn't sound. Good. <laughs> it was awful. And, you know, went to great lengths to tear apart the bread into pieces and drop it into the glass, and then she pour the milk on it, and then the sugar and stir it up. It's Where like, did oh. that come from? I, when that's all you have is those, a treat. Yeah, those must have just been like easy staples that you had on hand. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, I thought that was really funny. Thank so. you. Thank you for those yes, gems. Sure. We love it. We love we love oh. the moms. Yeah. The thanks, moms mom. The gems. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this episode is supported by Gab Wireless. So Megan's son has a Gab watch, correct? Yes. And you love it. Love it. I like that sometimes when we're out for a run or something and he's home for like a half hour, he'll just call you and be like, you okay, mom? Or what did he say the other day? Like, I heard a noise outside or what did he say? Yeah, it was really I can't cute. remember, but it was something very normal. Yeah. So yeah. He just likes to yeah. do check-ins. It's cute. I like yeah. that you can check in with him wherever he is. And I think that's why people like Gab's products. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, right now they're having a spring break sell where you can get the Gab Z2 and the Gab watch. You can get $50 off of them, which makes them only $99. So you can use that with our discount code, A for effort, and stay in touch with your kids. Know where they are at all times, like the perfect helicopter parent. She might be in bed already. Hi. Mom. Hi. Well, because just so you know, this call is being recorded for quality and podcast purposes. (laughs) Hi, Mom. (laughs) Megan's here. Okay. So, Mom, we're talking about the circle sandwich. Yes. You know the circle sandwich that, like, everyone's obsessed with in our family? Yes. Okay. So, when I'm reading through Hunter and Haley's submissions, they mm-hmm. mention the word seasonings, like, 45 yeah. times. Yeah. What are the seasonings? So, uh, first of all, it has to be the Pillsbury French bread pop out of a tube bread. Well, that's very specific. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then the seasoning on the top, I believe, was salad supreme. Whoa. That is a 90s. That's well, not, yeah. I don't know if it's just 90s throwback, but that my mom used to just sprinkle that uh-huh. on salad and on Texas toast garlic bread. She would yeah. sprinkle that on the, the cheesy garlic bread. Those are their two magic ingredients. And here I thought you were like kneading bread all day long to make this circle sandwich you came out of a tube awesome the best kind of bread okay great i know and then it's ranch salad dressing you were right megan ranch salad like sandwich fixings meats um green peppers lettuce tomatoes Mm. you top it on the top brush the top with olive oil or you know something to stick the salad supreme okay on the top of the sandwich okay now let me just clarify now, this is a Pampered Chef recipe. I knew it. When I Pampered knew it. Chef was huge and everyone was having yeah. Pampered Chef parties. Yes. This was in one of their little pamphlet cookbooks. Knew it. Of course. So, and that's how I discovered it was at a Pampered Chef party. I love it. Pampered Chef. I just wanted to clarify that all the 
the ingredients went in between. Yes. Can you clarify that? Because because one of one of your children had to clarify that the ingredients go in between the bread. And we said, of course they go in the bread. It's a sandwich, correct? <laughs> correct, correct. Okay. But, you, know, you had to two French bread loaves. Okay. So you had to mush the ends together <laughs> to make the circle. Like what? Right? You may, you put all this work in for pinch, us, Mom. We pinch. don't deserve this. Pinch. You pinch <laughs> the loaves together. <laughs> so late at night. We should not be talking this late at night. Okay, so you pinch it together. Yes, yes to make a circle. That's, that's my submission that I bought me a treadmill instead of I bought myself a treadmill. Oh, back to the that. The verbiage of I bought me a treadmill is like totally wrong. <laughs> I bought myself a treadmill. <laughs> We're all this together, mom. This is who we are. Okay, but yes. wait. Did, so Haley seems to remember that the sandwich was six inches tall. That can't be accurate, right? It felt like it at the time. Well, probably because she was like, like three years old. As a old. little kid. Yeah. Because yeah. as, as a little kid, yeah. it does feel six, six inches tall. True. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, can I come to your house this week and let's make one to, to show our listeners what it is? Sure. Okay. I love yeah. it. All or right. Do you want me to just make one and I'll send you the pictures? No, no, no. Don't put that labor and love in for all help. No, all... You need to, this is a family yeah. heirloom recipe. It is. You need to pass this down. <laughs> it is. I do. I better learn this pampered chef recipe. So fun. All right, mom. Well, love ya. Have a good night. All right. You too. Talk to you in a bit. There you are. Bye. Okay. This submission says, my kids eat tortilla chips and ketchup. They call it kid salsa. And this submission made me think a little bit about our own childhood. Yes, indeed. And the foods that we ate. We're both 90s children, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So I think we should do a little bit of a love it or hate it. Great. Some 90s classics. Great. Yeah. But do you know what this submission reminded me of really quick? Oh, what? I used to eat kid salsa, but except I ate the real kid salsa. Do you know what it was? No. Ketchup and horseradish. <gasps> what is that? I've never. What do you heard mean? What it? That's all it is. That ketchup and awful. horseradish. Ew. Her kids just eat ketchup. That's not ketchup salsa. and horseradish. I don't know why. I think it just like was yummy. I don't know. That's weird. That's fine. But that's what all these are. I'm gonna read you the things that I ate uh-huh. as a child of the '90s, mm-hmm. and you tell me if you love it or hate it. Okay. And okay. we're just gonna go through a list, and you know all these foods, and then you know. Okay. So. This is something that I used to eat all the time after school. Mm-hmm. Grandma Sycamore's white bread mm-hmm. with Miracle Whip spread on top. That's it. Yes. Okay. First of all, Grandma Sycamore's is only available, what, like Mountain West? Oh, is That's that not, true? Yeah. I had never heard of it nor oh. eaten that bread until we moved here to Utah. Poor America. That's not, we had Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread? Yeah, which is almost the same thing. Absolutely not. Don't no? you even compare. No, 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 no. Grandma Sycamore's is so happy you had it now. Grandma Sycamore's? Yeah. I'm actually not sure. I'll Probably. bring you some tomorrow. Oh but, my gosh, it's so good. I'm sure we have. that, But that's like a thing out here in Utah, yeah. Grandma Sycamore's. I've had yeah. friends who have lived in Utah and then lived elsewhere mm-hmm. and come back just to buy the bread and take it with them. Well, that seems a little culty. What are we doing here? Well... 
You love it. I don't know. <laughs> I do, but I would never good. travel out of state to get it. Carbs are carbs. <laughs> Miracle Whip. I did yeah, prefer Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Same. In the 90s. So I good. had changed. I've grown. Same. I've grown. I know. We've matured. <laughs> we have matured. Okay, now what about this? Okay. Gushers. Love it or hate it? Hate it. Hate what? it. What? I hate it. Why? I don't like gummy. Oh, I knew that. Candy things. Mm-hmm. And so I don't find them magical. I didn't find no. them magical. Not even as a kid? No. Oh, my no. goodness. I know. That's thing. the minority. I'm so sorry. Oh, I feel so, so bad. Sorry, but you loved them. I did. I eat a lot of them. That's how I got my daily vitamin C through Gushers. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about this? Kool Aid. Like, you know, the it. squeeze. Oh, now I'm forgetting the word. Squeezables? No. Squeeze it. Squeeze, squeeze it. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> My voice squeezed it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. take this, squeeze it, and then you suck on the top of it, yeah. and then you put it in your mouth like well, a you retainer. Have to, you have to like twist off, right? Totally. Something into it. Oh, and they had the faces on That's the That's right. And every flavor That's what, had right. its own face. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so yeah. drippy. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cheese Whiz. You know, is that the type of cheese that comes out of the can that you spray, right? Is it called Cheese Whiz? Mm-hmm. Do you like it or love Do you like it or love it? Okay. Confession. Uh-oh. Oh. Are you ready? I'm not. I have a jar of Cheese Whiz in my fridge. It's not in the can, though. The can it was same. legit 90s. It's the, yeah, it's the same company, I believe. Is it? It's I'm going to Google called it. called Cheese Whiz on the label. I thought Cheese Whiz could only come in the the. Squirt bottle. The what? The, the spray bottle? The spray bottle. Oh, it also comes in a jar. What? And we eat it with our sloppy joes, which is apparently Ooh, how really my good. mom grew up eating sloppy joes, is with cheese whiz. That would be really good. Yeah, you toast the buns and then like just slather the cheese whiz on there with your sloppy joe mixture. Are you Googling it? I'm looking are you, it up. Are you having sure it's the luck? same thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. What that one that comes, you know how it just has a little poker out of the top? You like yeah, I know, push exactly down and it comes out. Yeah, look, that's the same look stuff. At this. Look at the Google results. Sure enough, that is in my fridge. Oh, easy that's cheese, easy, easy cheese. cheese. The oh, one in the, see, the one in that container look, is called no, easy cheese. Cheese whiz also. Now, so have you ever had easy cheese? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Squirting it right into your mouth. Remember on a Goofy movie when he squirts it into his mouth yes. and it comes out like in a mountain? What was the name of that? The a Goofy movie? Holly Shore. What? He's the actor oh, who right. voiced that right. character. That was so fun. Such a good movie. We should do that after that. Let's just pound just the easy get, cheese. Just go get it. Okay, right, how about else? this? What, you you, like? what about Lunchables? Mm. Do you love it a lot or love it the most? I was more of a Lunchable purist, like the meat, oh. the cheese, <gasps> the crackers. Not the make your own pizza. Have, no, but they used to have a little little mustard packet they would send in, and then an I Andy's don't mint. That. An Andy's what? Mint. Yeah, they were. They used to be that classy. They were. They were. They were classy. They were it was a lunches. fancy mustard. It wasn't like wow. French's yellow. It was. Some Wait, sort it wasn't of French's no. fancy. No, it was like some Dijon mustard. Oh wow! I, I just remember some as French a kid, mustard. I loved those. Wow, that is fancy. I I went for the make your own pizza pizza lunch. Yeah, the hard piece of bread with a bland red sauce. <laughs> it was pretty much ketchup with the. The pepperonis, right? A single little, pepperoni yeah. and four you pieces like of cheese. You have like three slices of pepperoni per pizza. Correct. Uh-huh. I've really loved that disgusting meal. Aww. Okay. What about frozen 
dinners. Yes. Like when my parents would go out, which was often, they left us home a lot. We were basically orphans. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. My mom obviously fed us because we just talked to her. Right. Um, we had really great pampered chef meals unless they went out. Mm-hmm. And then those meals reigned supreme. Do you remember what they were called? Tell me. Kid cuisine. Remember yeah. kid cuisine in the blue box? Yeah, with a little penguin on it. With a penguin? That's right. And those brownies. Oh, the brownies. So obviously you loved them. Yeah. Yeah, we so ate good. them frequently. In fact, if my dad would go out of town, mm. my mom would get something that yeah. she really wanted to yeah. eat, and then she would just buy my brother and I the kid cuisine. Awesome. And that was our dinner. I mean, do those still exist? Could I buy them today? Probably. I'm going to do that this weekend. My kids would love it. I remember them being magical, right? Being delicious. But we were kids. Right. So I would be curious to know if they're actually delicious. Yeah, I don't know. Let's try one. <laughs> Let's try one this week. Um, Tricks yogurt yes. remember that yep blue on one side pink on the other yeah, all the colors all the colors yep uh that to this day that's why i'm not calcium deficient i have the strongest bones i am not going to get brittle bone syndrome because i had a lot of tricks yogurt but i also probably have diabetes so <laughs> don't know about that but i had a lot of that but you love it right yeah oh yeah i can still remember it so well okay then of course any food that could be baked in an easy bake oven. Did you have an easy bake oven? Boy, did I. I'm American through and through. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, of course. Pink and and purple. And the little spatula. Does that still blow your mind? You were cooking with a light bulb? I mean, is that really the technology? Is that how it really worked? Yeah, it was a light bulb. You you were cooking. I believe so. It was the heat of the light bulb. We are so magic. That is technology in the 90s. Unreal. (laughs) We cooked an entire cake with a light bulb. So yeah, because of the Easy Bake Oven, to this day, I'm really good at opening a bag of any cake, dumping it into the pan. Voila, like delicious. So you love Easy Bake food. Yeah. I lo- I still, I can still taste it right now. The chocolate chip no. cake is so good. Yeah. Does your daughter have an Easy Bake Oven? No, I know they exist. Yeah. But for some reason, I feel like that's only my joy because I, I had the OG oven. You did. As you did. probably you did. Yeah. So now it's not going to be the OG oven. Like, no, no it's, it's not the same. It's magical. It's probably an actual oven, not a light bulb. So that's a poser. <laughs> Don't want that. <laughs> poser oven. Uh, okay. What about bagel bites? Oh, yes. Love Yummo. Bites. Love it. Do you, did you ever burn your mouth on a bagel bite? Oh, all the time. Yeah. That's like a rite of passage. Yeah. You had to burn your mouth. Yeah. In the same vein, do you remember those like bagel like hot pockets it was like a hot pocket or it was a bagel and hot pocket form but it had cream cheese on the inside remember bagel sticks bagel sticks yeah, that's exactly yeah, what they were yeah, called yeah, yeah. man i burn my mouth on those way too many times did you as an eager beaver with that cream cheese delivery vehicle <laughs> <laughs> it was so good okay well, and in the same vein with breakfast uh-huh Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels. Oh, breakfast of America. It's so good. I love toaster strudels. They're so good. <laughs> Which oh. one was your, what flavor did you have on repeat? Because ours was strawberry. Oh, really? Or Raspberry. strawberry cream cheese. Oh. Yeah, like the strips. Yes. Cream cheese. Oh, so good. Megan, my mouth is watering right now. <sighs> What's your favorite Pop-Tart flavor? Cinnamon. The, <gasps> what is it? The brown sugar brown, cinnamon? Same. Yeah. What? We are friends. So good. It was so good. I used to I used to buy a packet of cinnamon brown sugar Pop-Tarts every single A-day, because you know, we had A-B schedule in our class, every single A-day when I had to go to medical anatomy, learn how to keep your body healthy. I'd walk in there so <laughs> proud of a Pop-Tart. Well, here's the kicker. My husband teases, this for, teases me for this all the time. I would eat for breakfast Pop-Tarts and a Slim Fast shake. <laughs> <laughs> no. thinking, that it, thinking that 
like the Slim Fast can like counteract the Pop Tarts. But if you look at the nutrition facts of a Slim Fast, they are not healthy. Really? Oh no! It's got like eighty grams of sugar. I it's had no not idea. good for you. Yeah, we drank a lot of Slim Fast. We did. Yeah. But it was just like a yummy chocolate drink. Yeah, it was. So I just laughed that that's what we were eating. But yeah, Pop-Tarts, so good. No. Okay, here's my favorite, one of my favorites okay. from the 90s, Handy Snacks. Handy handy Snacks. Yeah. Yes. The little cheese in the little container. I like your a lot of little. <laughs> a lot of little. But the Ritz crackers uh-huh. that were okay. Yeah. But then you have the little section of cheese. It was never uh-huh. quite enough cheese it really wasn't was oh. it and then they give you that darling little red, red. rectangle the red, red spreader <laughs> yes spread all yes. your cheese yes. those were so good and then so good. if you ended up rationing the cheese just right you could just right. take the spreader and just eat the cheese it was like si- it was like a true science oh. that's why we're all so good at math our generation's so good at math because we had to ration the cheese cracker yeah. we had to do a lot of fraction ratio yeah we're good at ratios we're good at ratios (laughs) i just don't understand like it seems like we're a generation of fake cheese doesn't it sort of seem that way fake fake a lot of things good point (laughs) it's a miracle we're even alive (laughs) see isn't this just true to true to point i don't know what you say when everyone's like oh your kid can't have that sucker it's got red five in it lady i grew up on the red spreader and gushers (laughs) which is basically just a a pill of red five. Trick's yogurt. And Trick's yogurt. Look at me. I'm thriving. I've got a twitch on my eye, but I'm thriving. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. We're fine. We're totally I'm fine. fine. I'm totally fine. So anyways, anyways, everyone, rate, review, leave some comments. What else do, what else do we want to do? Subscribe. Yeah. We uh, have just been. Share, share, yeah. and share alike. Let it's people so awesome. know what, what makes you laugh. Yep. For you make sure. us laugh they really in do. the best way. They Thank really you. Do. You guys are so awesome. All right, you guys, be a friend to everyone. Goodbye.